I don't know, am I? Are you recording? I don't know, am I? Holy guacamole. Okay, um, I guess I need to be done working then right now. Uh, yeah, for now. Okay, okay. I'm trying to defend the microphone. What a good idea, because I can do this and <laughs> make it move all over the place. <laughs> it's probably still going to come up, but... Hey, hey, Tiffany, what did we watch? The din- dinner party. Well, I'm trying to switch it up because you always say, why do you say it like that? And then you don't even answer it properly. <laughs> so annoying. What Disney movie did we watch? That's better. The Aladdin. Don't that's better me. <laughs> Snot. <laughs> that was shady. Yeah, we watched Aladdin yesterday. Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababa. Yeah, that's... Blah, blah. Yeah, okay. So, some things happened in it, right? Uh-huh. And how did it start? Should we do, like, a preamble to the movies? Instead of just jumping right into the... Uh, like, we the people? In yeah. In order to... <laughs> it's that, a form of a perfect union, yeah. Yeah, that's what you want to do? Do you want to do that? I don't understand the question. I just mean, like, a, a general, oh, I liked it, I didn't like it, I hate your face. We are almost all the way done with the first round of the bracket, and this is what you're asking That's now? That's a good point, but still, I'm, I'm just wondering. I don't know, because it seems like we dive right into it. It always feels weird that it's like, oh, what's the first thing that happened? But, all right, what's the first thing that happened? <sighs> Arabian Nights. Yeah, how'd you like this song? I like it. Yeah? I was wondering if you were going to hate it because it's basically backstory, voiceover, and song form. It is. Song form. I just did the pop thing that you do. Uh, so, yes, it is. But it's it's narration. It's something else. Like, they're doing something else with it, too. So, I really appreciate that. Plus, the guy who's giving the narration is actually kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, he has some jokes, and there are some modern jokes, but they don't seem all that out of place because Genie kind of connects modernity to yeah. the story. Plus, it's it's a story being told, which I generally like that kind of narration that's setting up that this is a story that we're telling. I generally kind of like that anyway yeah. uh, better uh, than just general narration. How do you like the come closer? Ah, too close! When he's all squished up against the screen. Yeah. That joke specifically, how do I like that? You want me to review that? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and then we had an appearance from the Pla- Treasure Planet character. What? Oh my gosh, You that was a reach. That was the Tupperware. Yes. That was such a reach. You knew exactly what I was talking <laughs> about. Because I know you, yeah. Oh. But yeah, so I I thought there were a lot of there were good jokes and the guy just seemed like I liked the setup and I liked that they had to work into um, he's trying to sell him something. It's it's much better than just oh I'm just telling you what happened. Well, he's trying to sell us something because we are the camera. Right, we are the away. camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a lot of creative things already going on in this, yeah. which you, a lot of movies don't have that. Uh, with the opening narration. But then we go into... Then it's one jump. Right? No, it's not. She's shaking her head disapprovingly. No. <laughs> what happens next? We are introduced to the Cave of Wonders. We and, are? Yeah. Oh, with like Jafar and uh-huh. Iago. They're hanging out near there. And, and they send the, big, the, the thief guy in there to uh... get it. And the tiger, the cave guy talker, says, you know, only one may enter. Know this, only one may enter. The diamond did the rough diamond did the Yeah, that's what he says after yeah. he closes. But Okay, yeah. And so then Jafar's like, well, crap. And then it's, it, it, as it's echoing away for the diamond and rough, that's when we get to Aladdin. Okay. So he's <coughs> foreshadowing who the diamond in the rough is going to be. Does Aladdin, he like gives people some does he give somebody something before he goes off on a song 
something happened before that? Or did he just go right into the song? I feel like he does something, but I can't remember what it is. I'm thinking for character purposes. Can't remember? Alright. But then it's one jump, a heavy bread line, one swing. Yeah. Great song. Uh-huh. Uh, looks good. It's it's choreographed well. And there's a puppy right here who's trying the to get in on it. wants to say some stuff. Yeah, well you can't speak. Yeah. So, so, but he he does the song, and the song, like I said, choreographed well. It's really fun to look at. It's just it's got a lot of momentum behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's being chased by all the people, uh, all the guards or whatever, mm-hmm. and because he stole some bread. Yep. Yeah. He's Jean Valjean. Yeah, yeah. And Two, then four six so oh, one. Sure about that. And Abu, it's not Abu, right? <laughs> Abu. Yes. Is also awesome. Yeah, he's he one of some, those other ones that is a good character without ever saying an actual word. Yeah, and he's a good sidekick character because mm-hmm. it's not just, I don't know, he's not just doting or anything like that. And he has his own personality apart from whatever's going on with the protagonist. Right. So much appreciated with that character. And then, is this one? So that we see a little bit more character in that the they're in the alleyway and they're about to eat this their bread they stole and then they're two starving children and... Right. Aladdin's like, here, take my bread. And Abu's like, no, can't have it. And then he ultimately gives it to them. Right. Uh, which it's kind of, it's pretty generic, you know, when it comes to a, yeah. a thief protagonist or whatever. But, you know, Robin Hood. And then we and we had some hot rap battles drop. Some good bars. Yeah. yeah. Spitting bars. Yeah. Kids ran out in the street and Aladdin stopped the oh. leg with his arm. <laughs> the guy, yeah. He said, if I, had, if I was rich as you, I could afford more manners. And the guy had a good comeback. The only people are going to mourn him at his funeral are the fleas. Oh, snap. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty good. Um, I always liked, since I was a kid, I really liked that Aladdin just jumped in and caught the, the whip, you know, yeah. around his arm and pulled it off. I always thought that was super awesome. <laughs> I don't I know mean, why. it is pretty badass, but you think you'd have some scars from that. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, so they go through that, and, stab- and then Aladdin's all depressed after this, right? He goes back to his house, and he's depressed. Yes. He's like, I suck, and yeah, I'm his parents. He, and, and he, yeah, and he looks out, and riff raff, street rat, I uh, don't buy that. Yeah. Only they look closer. They look what? Yeah, we got the idea. Thanks. What I knew you were going to do that. You're so predictable. No siree. No, that's not what happens next. Then they're looking at, he's looking at the palace and that's our transition to the palace. Okay. Where the guy, the prince who is coming, runs out the door, <clears throat> missing parts of his pants. Oh, and this, yes. So this is, princess doesn't want to marry the suitors mm-hmm. set up. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much as stupid and generic as humanly possible. It's brave. They did something different with it in Frozen. You know, because it wasn't just she has to get married. You know, she's looking for somebody. It's a whole extra thing. They do something different with it. But in Brave, it's just she's... They're trying to win her hand and she's being pressured. And that's the conflict between them. She's being pressured. But, the, you know, the conflict between Jasmine and her father doesn't really seem like a conflict. That's one of the, Like, their relationship seems good. You know, it's like he's not trying to really pressure her. He's just saying that, okay, we need to, we need to do this. We need yeah. to get this done. But he He's not being a jerk about it or anything like that, saying, I'm going to banish you or right. anything like that. It's a completely different posture. and I, It's more fatherly. Like, yeah. Like, he, even when he's telling Raja that he, all of forbid, you have any daughters. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, he's just a father frustrated. Like, Right. He totally seems like he's on her side, but yeah. um, just trying to work with her. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it is a very generic, superficial, uh, you know, setup. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, but she decides what happens here. Then she wants she runs away. So this, and we see Jafar. He's doing some nefarious stuff, and this is where we find out he's using the thing, right? 
No, this is where... You're such a liar. We do too. He doesn't use it on the Sultan yet. Yeah, he does. Not yet. Right away. What? You're making stuff up. Before we see we see him and Iago looking to find through the sands of time to see that Aladdin's the one they need to go get. Oh, I missed that. All right. <laughs> but Iago, excellent, excellent name. But like I pointed Shakespeare. out, why can Iago speak but not, none of the other animals? I already explained this to you because you said it during the thing. It's because parrots can talk and other animals cannot. I know I wanted you to just say it on the recording. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> why are you a contortionist right now? stretch more <laughs> do you uh-huh. so what happens after that then jasmine runs away right and she's in drab gear mm-hmm. except for when she's in the marketplace yeah she bumps up and her thing falls over and you could see the little tiara crown thing and then she puts it right back up and no one saw that it, it wasn't was a tiara crown thing if it was a tiara crown thing i could see your point but it was just a blue headband with a little blue thing on it Here's my point. Don't raise your finger at me. I will raise my finger at you. Because in, what, three scenes later, she goes, she reveals it and says, by order of the princess. Like, uh-huh. No, no yeah. that's not, because it's not that she has a blue headband on. She was just like, look how pretty I am and how nice my hair is quaffed. Oh, right? So that's, that's what it is? Yeah, that's oh, what it Oh, I see. I see. No, but it's just because. I'm sorry, but so wasn't her hair nice and coiffed before? No, it wasn't. She did it in between. <laughs> so, no, it's the, mm-hmm. it's just because the guards recognize her because they know her. Uh, the other people don't know her. I they don't see. have a bunch of pictures or, you know. she's never been outside the palace walls. Yeah, they didn't show the friggin' what's it called the wedding on the BBC if she hasn't had a wedding yeah. but you get what I'm saying yeah. yeah so I solved it yeah they keep doing that I don't know and you keep saying their names you're the one who said you didn't want their names on there and you keep saying their names their names yes They're their dogs. names it doesn't you said that specifically what? I went through I, on like the last one I edited every time I even <laughs> copy pasted what I said Rover over each time I said one of their names because you, sure you yelled about around? it <laughs> Are you sure I was being serious? I don't know. Because I, I, I know about, like, kids' names not to say them, but they're dogs. What you <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I was just giving you a hard time I don't... About. Whatever. But anyway, okay. it's not... Yeah, you can just call them Rover still. Fine. Anyway, what else happens? So, they get chased, and they're both like, they're after me. They're after you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I wanted to talk about this, because uh, they mirror a lot of this stuff throughout that, and they establish a theme and re-emphasize the theme multiple times with different characters. So, yeah, they're after me, they're after you, and they also, during their song, they do the, so, what do they say? Like, lack of freedom, something about... During their song, or before this? like When they're, like, humming, uh, not during their big song when they're on that carpet no it's when he he first takes her up there and they're singing about uh how can it feel so they're not singing fine they're not singing oh my god don't be ridiculous but yeah (laughs) but yeah you remember what they say and and they they just they end with just so trapped yes yeah and it was it was you know both of them come from completely opposite angles saying Mm -hmm. the exact same thing at the same time Mm -hmm. establishing the same theme and then later genie's big theme is he wants to be free too so it's Mm -hmm. every possible angle of looking at this part this particular theme it's actually really well put together so okay (laughs) you're done being excited about that yeah all right so what's what's next i agree though and that's when he's like, do you trust me? Which they set up for later to show his identity. Right. And then... He- and she says, uh, yes, question mark. Yeah. So it's it's kind of putting at bay the question of why the hell would she trust him? Yeah. All she knows is he's a thief and he's squatting in this place. Yeah. Uh, but and yeah. They jump and 
he pole vaults across and then she says I'm a quick learner and she pole vaults too. Yes, yes. Also, we need to establish at this point, like Jasmine has done some goofy things and she screwed up, but she's also been resourceful and and smart about things. What if her hand had actually got cut off? What if Aladdin didn't show up right at that right moment? (laughs) That shopkeeper would have been in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he would have been in trouble because she doesn't she doesn't know about money apparently yeah, <laughs> you know that's right. a, that's a rough thing and when she's being accosted she like freaks out about it and doesn't know what to do she mm-hmm. just tries to be nice and it doesn't work but then when he says oh she's crazy and, and all that yeah. she's my, my crazy sister then she plays along with it you know and yeah. quickly she understands it and she does the pole vaulting thing and and later throughout she established that she's capable and not just some you know throwaway female character yeah. she establishes that very well without just being a Mary Sue and just being perfect at everything and all that stuff and it's just oh and she can still be like a a quasi damsel you know in some instances Mm -hmm. without falling into that relegated position she still has herself completely established without having to be the one to you know take over and do everything correctly and and be a mary sue and that's not easy to do but it's done perfectly here it's so well balanced that she can do that and so you really like this character you know just generally you really like her because she can do all that stuff without seeming fake and i just really like that it's really good agreed so pole vaulting yeah yeah and she vaults over the rooftop and they run talk away. louder and then they finally catch him and she's that's when she reveals her headband oh and okay says, let yeah. him go by order of the princess and they're like princess jasmine what are you doing out here and then we jump back to the palace. Right, but they can't let him go because Jafar said to do it. And yeah. So she has to go talk to Jafar. And then when she does talk to Jafar, he's like, oh, he's already dead. Sorry. Yep. Uh, he's like, for kidnapping the princess, of course. Little did he know she was even gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so she's sad and she's like, WTF, this sucks. Yeah. And then what happens? She runs, into her, she runs to her dad and dad reprimands Jafar. And then she's super sad. And then we, get, we jump to the prison cell where Aladdin is... Is waiting and Abu shows up there and then the old man who is really Jafar suggests yeah, yeah to go and try to find this thing and he'll help him get out and there'll be riches so that he can he can be a prince and get Jasmine does he say that yeah he says uh, you'll get a whole bunch of gold and stuff if you go do this thing for me and then you because Aladdin's talking to himself or talking to Abu yeah. saying she'd never want me because I'm broken also Aladdin has genuine flaws and there are some generic aspects about his his flaws, you know, just that he wants to make an, have enough money or have a bunch of stuff or take the shortcut to get to, you know, where he wants to be. But it's still, it's well handled and he has genuine flaws as opposed to just being, oh, I'm so morally perfect and, and great and, you know, I never do anything wrong and all that stuff. But even Abu does things wrong and causes a whole bunch of problems and Aladdin does things wrong and causes a whole bunch of problems that they have to go fix. You know, that's so much more interesting to look at. What? What problems did Aladdin cause? At the end, he does... Oh, you mean we'll when he there. doesn't let Genie go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because he even says it, that if I would have just let Genie go, then yeah. none of this would have happened. And that was a selfish act on his part that caused those problems that he had to go fix, okay, you know? That makes sense. It's not just an external thing that he just has to yeah. respond to. But from here, he... So they go down in the, in the deal, and it looks... I think it looks awesome. Everything under this deal, and when it starts collapsing, and this is where Abu goes and touches the thing that causes all the problems. Mm-hmm. I love how all this looks, and how they're escaping, and, and how dire it is, and, and all that. So, yeah, so they get up they're falling and then Jafar gets the lamp but was Abu out of the cave before like he did, did he get all the way up how did Abu get up to where Jafar is to get the lamp back 
he attacks uh, he attacks him he bites him on the arm when he's okay. holding the ladder so that's when he yeah that's when he I picked see. his pocket and so they fall and they get crunched again and <clears throat> Jafar's like yeah I got it oh no I don't I don't have it but yeah. then Alan's like I did this for this stupid thing and he sees it that he rubs some dirt away and that's when the genie comes out talk louder this is where you get into this position because I was just do you see that that's you oh my gosh that's it, I struggled with this. I don't even go to amplify your friggin' voice anymore just because it's so annoying. Sorry. So try to talk. Okay. But, so, then he rubs a lamp, Genie pops out, we have all sorts of awesomeness with Genie, and, um... Did it make you miss Robin Williams? Because I, I miss Robin Williams. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you? Guy is so freaking manic. Hmm. It's like, it... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, well, it's just, I don't know. Right before he died, he was on the Louis C.K. show. Yeah. On Louis, and they had a scene and all that. And there's just you know, two of the best out there in a scene like that. And, I don't know, it kind of pisses me off that he would kill. It's like he should keep doing stuff. I know he had a bunch of crappy movies, but good morning, Vietnam. All of Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Was that loud enough for you? I will be cutting that. So thank you. Why? How will you cut that? But I just feel like Robin Williams. I, <laughs> You're just gonna. I stop. wish he <laughs> would have done more things, yeah. and uh, it's selfish of him to have. Taking his life. So... Is that... You're going to cut all that because you talked about how it's selfish of him to take his life? No, I'm keeping all that in. I'm cutting out your nonsense. Good morning, Vietnam! Chop! <laughs> no, that's not... We didn't watch Chopped. No, I'm chopping that. No. I'm chopping that. Chopping you. <laughs> I have the power. Getting chopped. Are you He-Man? I have the power! <laughs> it's been a long day. Chopped! So this is what annoyed me. What annoyed you? We get the whole thing. He found out he gets, you know, he gets all the rules. But hold on. Okay, one thing before that is that he tricked Genie into getting out. That's which... the what. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Dude, put your finger down. I'm gonna... Duh. So, so yeah, he figures out he's got this genie thing. Yeah. So, genie gets them out of the sand, but no, they just ride the carpet up out of the sand. Why couldn't Aladdin just ridden the carpet up out of the sand anyway? It's not like the genie, <sighs> genie like poofed him out of there. Oh my gosh, you know how difficult it is to go through a bunch of thousand pounds of sand there wasn't on even a carpet? A, there wasn't even a thousand pounds of sand that they went through. There was like yeah, there three was. feet. Yeah, there was. They mm-hmm. needed genie to get through Yeah, that. did There's they? There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So, don't be ridiculous. But anyway, trick genie, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they get out, and then Jeannie does his whole song where it's like, oh, you know, oh, I thought. So Jeannie does his friend song, you know, you ain't never had a friend like me. That's the, in the cave still, isn't it? No, it's when they get up on the thing, and he says, he says his first wish is when he does the song, and he's like, okay, we should do, we're gonna do this and that and that. Maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you ain't never had a friend like me is totally throwing shade at Abu because Abu can't do uh, all those yep, things. True so story. he's just saying that look how terrible Abu is. He can't do this stuff for you. I can. Yeah. So suck it, Abu. <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah, but then, so he goes back, and it's, he's a prince now, mm-hmm. and he's doing his whole big entrance with some- Which is so pompous. Yeah, it's pretty pretty extravagant. Uh, but he does that, and gets in there, He's and, got the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade announcers. Yeah, and, yeah. Like I said, a lot of modern stuff. Like, even, he turned Abu into a car at one yeah. point, and there's a bunch of that modern stuff that's mixed in there. But it didn't 
feel like it didn't feel like it dated it. Like no, it didn't feel out of place uh, like it yeah. did in a lot of other movies. So they, he gets in there and he's talking to Jafar and uh, the Sultan. So it's first Jafar. This is where Jafar is controlling the Sultan before before he gets. He there. already did it multiple times before now. And Go is ahead. telling him that he found that princess has to marry him if there isn't another suitor. Right, which was BS. He just said that was in the thing because the Sultan's trying to look at it. But I'm thinking, yeah. thank you for pointing that out. Clearly, yeah, everyone. Welcome. Everyone who has ever watched the movie knows it's BS. Uh, Not everybody has watched the movie. Did I say that? Not everyone has watched the movie, so they need to be told on audio that that's what happened. Okay, so then then they come in and Jafar's like, we gotta get rid of this Alia boo-boo plate person. Right. And Jasmine walks in on the three of them, all talking about it, and she's pissed, which she should be. They're all sitting there talking about her, trying to make plans for her. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. And so she stomps out and then Aladdin's like, oh, I ruined it. You know, I suck. This sucks. I hate all this. And then somebody, who, does the carpet or something encourage him to just give another shot? So. Or genie? Yeah. So they're outside and he he's like, we've done, the genie's like, tell her the truth. And he's like, no, I can't tell her the truth. And tell her the truth. And Jafar has his uh, ominous, we got to get rid of a boo-boo. And then that's when the, he rides the carpet up to her balcony, which is a little shady, a little sketchy. Like, hey, I'm going to just come and invade you in your personal space. Well, he wasn't like looking in on her or something like that. It was the balcony. It's like going outside of her front door. That it's Didn't you that. see through her little chiffon things that it's right into her bed? Oh my gosh, John Cusack got away with it just holding the boom box up. He could totally do that at the balcony. John if, Cusack if was on had, ground level. Hold he on. He had He was on ground level. It's a not magic like he was like, carpet. Hey, what's going on up Then here? he would have done the same thing and it would have been totally fine. No. Yeah, no. totally fine. So, yeah, he goes up there and he's like, what's the song playing in that John Cusack movie? Do you know? Don't you forget about me. <laughs> That's not what it was. You're such a liar. But, so yeah, he goes up there and he's like, hey, Jasmine. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, a. that's what he says. A, 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 A to Jasmine. She's like, oh, that's my favorite song. I'll go with you. You forgot to joke that your joke that you laughed at. What? Be yourself. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even sound, what did you sound like just then? I don't even know. Like a Cabbage Patch Kid or something. I don't know. Cabbage Patch Kids didn't talk? No. Garbage Pail Kid? That could be. All right. Uh, he sounded weird is what I'm getting at. So they, yeah, so Genie's like trying to help him along. And he's like, be yourself. And then eventually. But she forgot the joke part of it. He's an actual bee. Oh my God. I'm Are sorry. You I didn't There's, even catch that part. There may be somebody, that, that part. There may be somebody that's never seen this, so they need to know for audio reasons. I didn't catch that part. <laughs> so it was a pun? No way. So, but what convinces Jasmine eventually? Oh, because he has a flying carpet. No, he no. showed no. He showed her the whip, and that's yeah. what did it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly that's what exactly did it. That's exactly what did it. That's so, so shady. But <laughs> she told him to go jump off a balcony, and he just followed her directions. Right, right. And, I love that moment too. Yeah, she's like, no, wait. And then, how are you doing that? Although, if he got up to the balcony, you know, and she's like, I don't know how he got up there. Maybe she would feel like uh, he's probably going to be fine if he jumps off. Leonardo DiCaprio climbed the balcony to see Claire Danes, and then he fell off into the pool. Oh, and he didn't need a magic carpet? No. Oh, right. I haven't seen Titanic in a while, so that's why I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's... What? Puppy? Everybody's free. Oh my gosh. Then they go on the Which Whole New World. Annoyed me. Do You, you don't like that song? I do. Just, it's but... recorded here that Tiffany does not like the song A Whole New World. I like the song. I don't like... 
She's the only like, person. I can show you the world. Hi. Yeah. Like three hours ago, you were a street rat that never left the city. Well, you don't know he never left the city. Yeah. Maybe he was like, uh, speaking of Titanic, maybe he was like Leo DiCaprio and he went on all sorts of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He won tickets to uh-huh. giant ships that painted hit icebergs. Fr- naked French girls. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> But so, no, like shining, shimmering, splendid. Maybe, How did he know? Maybe it was just by virtue of the fact that he had a flying carpet. And he was like, okay, well, I've got free airfare for life. So yeah. maybe that's why I can get around and show you the world. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. And then yeah. he's like, don't you dare close your eyes. Like he knows what's going to come. So he needs to make sure she keeps them open so she can see it all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been flying around on this carpet for at least a day now. No, so, he rode an elephant into town, i.e. the monkey. No, but that's what I'm saying. He had the carpet for a while now, so he's seen some stuff. Not only that, he just came out of a freaking... He came out of a tiger. <laughs> yeah, a-, a sand tiger. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the world he was showing her. With a bunch of lava in it, so he's like, then okay, I've seen Oasis. some stuff. And now we can see some stuff. And then he rode a boo into the city. Now, didn't they go to like a bunch of different cities? Yeah, they I went all over like... the world. They went to Egypt and China. Oh my god, you can't even... <laughs> I put up an extra defense so she'd stop messing with the freaking mic. And she went, reached over, and started messing with it. I'm not messing with the mic. God. I'm with the fan. Well, stop it. But, yeah. So, I mean, I like the song. I like that it's them bonding. And it looks nice, she, though, right? Yeah. And, and yes, their romance pretty, seems totally yeah, legitimate. And she, right. Yeah. She, I mean, she realizes that she he's the boy from the market when he asks, do you trust me to get on the rug? And so, right. it's, it's legitimate. She's okay. You know, she's like, okay, this is the boy that I met. Not that she had much of a connection with him to begin with. Like you said, she barely knew him then. Yeah. But at least it's not, hi, we just met right now and now you're we're falling in love. It's We've ex- shared these experiences a couple times. So. Right, right, right. It's a little difficult because we can't really put a pillow up here very effectively. No. Anyway, so yes, and they go through this song. I think it looks really nice, mm-hmm. uh, all the animation and everything. Uh, they get back and then, what? like Jafar does something nefarious. So he's so happy and he falls over and they goes down and that's when he gets accosted or attacked. Oh, yeah. Abu I guess. and everybody's okay. all tight. So Genie's in the lamp in his turban hat thing and Abu's all tied up in the tree and Jafar's like make sure he's never seen again and they tie him to a rock and throw him in the water right they knock him out cover his mouth tie his hands together tie him to a rock and throw him in the water and then he's struggling and stuff against the rock he's at the bottom of some body of water and he's trying to get to the lamp are you saying it's the desert so they wouldn't have any I mean it was clear that they were in an oasis at one point with sand everywhere around them it was the Red Sea solved All right. So, but then he's trying to get to the lamp, and then he passes out, and then it by serendipity falls on his hands, and he rubs it, and Genie pops out. He's like, oh, no, you have to ask me for the wish. And then he's like, okay, and then saves him. Yeah. Uh, and they counted that wish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it counted against him, and he only had one more wish. Yeah, so then he's saved, and he's like, thank mm-hmm. you so much, Genie. And they go back through this whole thing, and he's like, okay, now you can let me free. And he's like, no, I can't. I, she has, they. Oh, he, at some point, the sultan is like, Oh, you look, they're in love. She's chosen. You're going to be the new sultan. And then he's like, crap, no. I don't want to do that. Right. So he's worried about fulfilling that role. So he still needs a genie to be able to support him in that. Right. And so he's like, I can't let you go. I can't wish for your freedom. So selfish Mm -hmm. choice right here. And then... So then... Oh, uh, doesn't Iago just... He comes and steals the lamp. No. Yeah, he does. Well, he does, but not yet. 
So then Jasmine's all in love and ready to get married. And she's like, I'm so happy. And then the Sultan comes in the room and he's like, you should be happy. You're going to marry Jafar. Oh, oh okay. This all happens first. And Aladdin's like, he's controlling you with this and breaks it. And then that's when Jafar sees the lamp in Aladdin's turban hat thing. Oh. And so now he knows who he is and he knows to send Iago to steal it. So then Iago steals it. And uh, Jafar gets the genie out, uses his wishes to be all, be the sultan and be... What, what are all his three wishes? Sultan, the most powerful sorcerer in the land. Oh, right. And then... And then he throws he throws Aladdin into exile in the snow-covered Himalayan mountains. And he has to get back to save them still. And then they trick Jafar into saying he wants to be a genie. But I was sleeping through that part this time. Right. Uh, I, I was awake when the snow happened, and he happened to know exactly where to line up so that the window didn't get him in a boo. Right. And then, um, so that's how they defeat him. I like, uh, and a lot of times, multiple times throughout, his cleverness was the thing that made the difference. You know, it wasn't just a brute force or something like that, or serendipity. A lot of the times it was his cleverness, and then sometimes he got lucky or whatever. But, like here, it's his cleverness. He says, oh, but the genie's still more powerful than you. And he's like, I want to be an all-powerful genie. And... Phenomenal cosmic powers. <laughs> Living space. Right. And then... So they defeated him, yay, and then the genie throws the lamp off somewhere to get ready for the return of Jafar, and then he frees the genie. The sultan makes the decree that the princess can marry whomever she pleases. Oh, he does that? Yeah. Oh. And I choose you, Aladdin, she says. Oh. And then, were you awake? Somewhat. (laughs) And then... And then Aladdin frees the genie, and the genie puts on Bermuda shorts and goes on vacation. Right. And I really think, I mean, all the relationships between all those characters, I think, are great. You know, they just work really well. Mm-hmm. Really well. Yeah. So, that's Aladdin. Dun, 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 Yeah. Anything else about Aladdin? What's the other one? Dinosaur or something? Is it? Is that what the it is? The Great Mouse Detective? Dinosaur, The Great Mouse Detective? That's a weird name for a mouse. That's not, I was, mm. That's not, I was, mm. I don't like, I can't find where my albums are now with this darn update. Okay. What is it? The Great Mouse Detective. Oh, The Great Mouse Detective is probably going to lose, but we'll... Now it's a phenomenal movie. We'll see. Neither one of us have ever seen it, so you can't make that face. I've seen the cover. It could be absolutely incredible. Is that the one we went on at Disneyland? Is that the one we went on? Great Mouse Detective? With no, the drunk driving thing? it was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride from oh. Wind in the Willows. Oh. <laughs> that was the drunk driving thing. Yes. All right. Uh, so, that it? Do they know that we went to Disneyland? Have we talked about that? I don't know, have we? I guess so now. Oh my gosh. Okay, bye. Do you think that's going to be a consistent problem? I mean, no, probably not. Did you just yawn? No. Did not? Did you find the movie sad and moving? (laughs) No. I know my eye is watering. Just the left one, though. What do we watch? 1986. <laughs> the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> it's a sequel to 1984. <laughs> it's all mice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Oh, it tells you where the thing is now. What? It did? Yeah. Like when it first popped up? Uh-huh. Where's that? California. <laughs> oh, is it?
That's what it said. Well, fine. It's just showing Earth. No, it's showing California. It's uh, the Earth. It's from space. Do you really need to put it down to California? It's a little ridiculous. So, oh, yeah. Cause, and then it goes down. We're going into Baja, California right there on the right. And that's the Sea of Cortez. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, so we watched The Great Mouse Detective. Correct. Which is pretty much Sherlock Holmes in mouse form. Yep. 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 All right. Hold on. Because my yeps were too quiet. So what happened in this movie? Don't you mean what's? How did the movie start? When you ask what happened in the movie, it generally suggests that you would start at the beginning to talk about what happened. Not necessarily. Oh my gosh, you are just being ornery. When I test my kids and they're supposed to retell, I say, "Start at the beginning and tell me what happened." Yeah, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> oh, maybe I should have taken your class. Exactly. So, what happened? They saved. What the was girl. the beginning of the movie? <laughs> um. The beginning starts with the toy maker making a birthday present for his daughter, and it's this little flower-looking thing that winds up and turns into a ballet dancer. Pretty cool toy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool toy. Yeah. And as they're celebrating, the peg leg, I was going to say owl, bat arrives and kidnaps the father. And it was pretty scary. Like, he just popped in, and I was like, oh, jeez. Very yeah. scary. And then and he threw the little girl in. The dad did. T- tried to hide her. Right. The, yeah. The dad tried to, threw the little girl in a cat. Cabinet. What do the British call cabinets? Isn't it something else? Mm. I don't know. All right. But threw the little girl in a cabinet so she wouldn't get hurt. Right. And then gets kidnapped or adult napped, dad napped. Yeah. Whatever. I wanted to just keep calling him Mr. Haversham. Haversham. Is that not his name? No, it's flat. I don't know what it was. Wait, what's Haversham from? Great Expectations. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Haversham. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and it was a similar era, so yeah. it's, they overlap pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I wanted to. And then the little girl gets out and sees that her dad was kidnapped. Right. And then we jump to... Dawson. I actually remembered his name. So really his I name? thought about it like a hundred times during the like movie. Dawson. Because it's Watson and Dawson. Yeah, yeah. And I think I thought about Dawson's Market. And then I was like, oh, Dawson, Dawson, Watson, Dawson. I just kept saying that in my head. So I jumped to Katie Holmes. Yes, it was Katie Holmes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Wait, Katie Holmes was Dawson? No. Oh. She was in it. Oh. Wasn't right. she? I, yeah, she was in it. Yeah. I just, I didn't know who Dawson ever was. I didn't either. I never actually watched it. Oh, okay. I know there was some, like, Pacey, maybe? Oh, no, that was Katie Holmes' character, Pacey. No, no it wasn't. Was it was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> so, Dawson gets off, and he's like, I gotta find a house. And then he hears the little girl crying. Right, and... so he's walking down the street, he hears yeah. the girl crying. Yeah. And he finds... Olivia, who was very poorly voice acted. You like, thought so? Yeah. It was very, her lines were clipped and some of them were weird intonations. And it wasn't just the accent, it was just weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I paid attention to that much. She seemed pretty bland. Yeah. We've had some pretty quality little girls in these movies. Yeah. Like, uh, who, Bonnie and... Penny. Penny, yeah. There have just been several that have done really well, so yeah. it's a pretty tough crowd for her to stand out, and she was just generic to me. Was Molly Inside Out? Inside Out? Yeah, what was her that girl's name? Wait, like the girl girl? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. But there was there were definitely several. Yes. The so ninja. then they find, they go and they end up at... The ninja! Boo? Yes. <laughs> go on. They go and end up, they find the... Because we haven't met the villain talk of the thing. yet. We, I am. You're talking off that way! I, we haven't met the villain yet, right? No, because they just... Watson takes her to... Dawson. Shakespeare. What's his name? Sherlock. Yeah. What's his name, though? Ba- ba- Basil. Basil. Don't they say Basil? Yeah, they say Basil. 
<laughs> I have a basil plant growing outside. Yeah. No, it's basil. And so they get there. Do you really? I'm really facing right <laughs> at the mic. You're not facing right yes, at I it. Yes, I am. I'm looking right at it. And they go in and the little girl just as ninja style goes in and sitting down already at the chair. All right. She sneaks in. Yeah. Well, she just runs in the door without Basil seeing when Watson's at the front door. Yeah. So they're just talking. Yeah. And then the old woman's like, Basil wasn't home yet. Oh, no? No. The, the, oh, they talked to the woman first? Yeah, the okay. housekeeper answered yeah. the door. And then she's like, oh, you're drenched. Let me dry you off. And, and she dries some crumpets, yeah. Yeah. And then Basil arrives home, and he's doing all these weird things and shoots a pillow and right. analyzes the trajectory marks on the bullets and is frustrated because they don't match up. Right. And do we know, this is just from some other case that they never mentioned again? Yeah, I think he was still trying to f- catch Moriarty. Mrs. Hannigan. And so he gets frustrated and then he says finally the little girl starts describing that her dad was taken by a bat and he's like a bat and realizes it's the person Mrs. Hannigan that he's been trying to find so then we meet Hannigan Mrs. Hannigan it's Radigan. Yes, Mrs. Hannigan. Oh my gosh. All right. Do you uh, even know what that's from? No, what's it from? Because you keep, you're just forcing it in there. Because I won't want it in there. Take my disinterest in it as a note. It's hard knock life for us. Oh, it's from Oliver? Yeah. I would have never known. All right. Rad- Wait, the, the bat just gets back or something? What? Or he's having a party? They go. We go to Radigan's lair. Um, lair, and yeah. he's just having a party with a bunch of people. Yeah. He's celebrating his awesomeness because... No, no. It starts and we see that the um, Mrs. Haversham's long-lost cousin is making the robot and it doesn't work. Oh, right, right, right. So then he's threatening him. Yeah. Uh, and he's saying, I'm going to get your daughter. And Yeah. So you better get it done because the guy says, her father says, I'm not going to do it yeah. anymore. So, right. so then he threatens him. I'm going to get your daughter. Better do it. Yeah. And then they celebrate how awesome Radigan is. And, and they have a song here, uh-huh. which I liked. Yeah. <laughs> then one of the drunk mice calls him a rat. Right. And gets eaten by the pet cat. Yes, that was the only murder in the movie, right? It's the only death? Mm, I mean, we can assume that Radigan died falling off Big Ben. But oh, sure, yeah. But he wasn't murdered. We can assume. I mean, you could arguably make the assumption that the cat gets murdered. Oh, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it was it was kind of surprising that, yeah. um, that they actually killed the thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the cat eats him, and then they go back into the song right. to show that they're scared sycophants and I hate that this is a trope that they use in so many of these where the villain kills one of their own to show how villainous they are yeah and I hate that trope I wish they'd get rid of it yeah but this is what 40s 1986 oh it was 86 (laughs) yes alright so yeah no that's a trope it's annoying yeah Anyway. So, we know he's a bad guy, and then he finishes the scene by telling the bat that he needs to go get tools, gears, the girl, and uniforms with a list to go. Okay. And then we jump back to Sherlock. Basil? Basil? Right. right? And they're just... And he is using... He found the hat of the bat. Hat of the bat? Yeah. The mat? This is the part where we must have both blinked and we don't know what happened. Oh, right, because they were, like, following footprints, and then I tried to rewind, but I accidentally went forward, and yeah. then they're just 
Yeah, we th- going we, off. We didn't. The bat came and snatched something. We don't know what. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, here's the bat's hat." And then they gave it to the dog to smell, and the dog took him to the toy shop. And the the bat. So the bat already got a list of things that he had to go get. Yeah, right. Yeah. By this point. Uh huh. Okay. And but they're so they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do it." And the little girl's like, "I want to go." And they're like, "No, you can't go. It's too dangerous." But then it, it smash cut. You know, he says, "Oh, you're never gonna get to go." And then smash cut, and she's going. Yeah. Stupid. So they're trying to track down the bat, and they find him in a toy shop. Mm-hmm. And the bat had just finished dealing all of the toy soldiers' Scotland Yard. Is it called Scotland Yard? Sure. Stealing all of Scotland Yard uniforms from the toy soldiers at the toy store. And, right. And then he's looking at his list, and he's like, the tools, I have the gear, I don't have the girl. And, like, checking it off. And that's when they get there, and the bat realizes, so he goes and hides. Right, and the little girl... God, and this is a thing that happens multiple times. They leave the little girl. They know it's dangerous, but they leave the little girl off to her own devices, and she gets snatched up by the bat. They didn't leave her off to her own devices. She walked off to go look at the thing. That just did happen, but yeah. she was standing right with Dawson. It's not like they're like, here, you wait here, and we're going to go find something. They were together, and she followed Bubbles. They knew they were f- looking for a dangerous criminal, and they're like, oh, number one, they took a little girl with them. Mm-hmm. They should have just left it her with the freaking housekeeper. Yeah. But number two, they're like, oh, she's going to walk over there to look at the baby They thing. didn't see her walk off. Why weren't they watching her? Because all of a sudden all the toys came to life. What? It doesn't matter. You still watch a kid when toys come to life. Okay. That was just, it was terrible on their part. It was ridiculous. I mean, I did think that Dawson should have at the very least been holding her hand. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so the the little girl finds the bat, the bat takes her, and then... The bat is posing as a baby doll. Yes. Both Watson and Basil graduated with honors from the Prometheus School of Running Away From Things, uh, because they do it like three times in this one sequence. Yeah. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Wait, you actually get this reference? I'm so proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really? (laughs) Or are you just going along? Yeah. (laughs) I figured. All right. So, we, yeah, we didn't watch Prometheus. Uh, it's At one point, there's this circular ship that's, like, falling, you know, end over end and rolling uh-huh. at the main character. And the main character's running away from it, you know, as it's rolling toward her. When she could have just gone either that's way. That's what I kept thinking. <laughs> yeah. I thought, there are a lot of places to get out of the way. Yeah, they could just step to the side. Line. Just yeah. easily step to the side and yeah. completely av- avoid the thing coming at them. Okay. And they have it like three times that it happens in this one sequence. Correct. And, but that happens in that movie, at the end of that movie, so everybody made fun of it for <laughs> being the, that's the school of running away from things. I wish I would have really gotten that. Yeah, that would have been pretty amazing. That, that felt good for a second. <laughs> but they do this, so it's annoying. But they, so they survive all this, and then they're they get the list, right? Yeah, and they find. They... The, well, Dawson had picked it up and put it in his pocket before all the toys came oh, to life. Okay, yeah. And I don't mean Toy Story came to life. I just mean the stupid bat somehow wound them all up at the same time. Right, and they all it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no sense to it at all. Yeah. And then we cut back to Scrooge McDuck working on the robot. Do we? Yeah, and, and... And, oh, and it shows, he shows, Radigan shows the guy that he has his daughter. Right. And then takes the daughter and throws her in a bottle. Right. To hold her hostage. 
Right. And so he's working on it and... And then the bat tells Radigan that he dropped the list because that's some huge thing. And Radigan's like, oh, no, you dummy. Right. And then he's like, oh, no, this is perfect. We can trap Basil. When he finds out that Basil's on the case. Yeah. Yeah, so he's Yeah, because the the bat goes through this whole thing about Chase and Basil and blah, blah, blah. He's like, Basil's on? You know. Yeah, yeah. That's when Basil and Watson Dawson dress up as sailors, right? Correct. And go to the bar because they figure out from the list by like condensing it down or doing some kind of this is a definitely an 80s movies though how many different rube goldberg goldberg machines did they show in yeah several like (laughs) multiple times (laughs) well i mean immediately popped into my head was the goonies one right right yeah, they had multiple mousetrap the the game, the board <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, so. But yeah, so that's uh, so they figure out you know the area it's going to be around yeah. um, because there's sea salt on it or something like that. Yeah, and it's a, there's sea salt and sewer coal. Right. So <laughs> they find where it goes, I guess. And uh, but they go to the bar, mm-hmm. and at the bar he says he lights up a cigarette. He lights up a cigarette. Yeah. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? How many protagonists at all anymore smoke, (laughs) let alone in a children's cartoon movie? This is kind of an odd cartoon because they had the death of a a person in the beginning and now they're going to have a mouse stripper. Yeah. So (laughs) this is quite the kids movie. It was so provocative. It's like, hi, I'm a prostitute. I'll I'll do anything to you and make you feel so good. She was not a prostitute. I mean, the song was what a stripper sings. It's like they give the illusion that they would do that stuff, but they wouldn't actually touch you because they get paid otherwise. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you know all this about strippers. About mouse strippers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is something I've studied. But yeah, so there's like, and this song, I like this song too. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's pretty decent. So she does her thing, and what I thought it would be like rat poison or something that the barkeep yeah. puts in the in the drink, but it was just like it just A got him high. Basically. Yeah, they were just, just trying to get him, him high. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. So, uh, but Dawson drinks it, but Basil doesn't because he knows that it's dosed. Correct. And then Dawson goes all nuts and is dancing with the girls and all that stuff. It's pretty pointless. Right. And then they start a bar fight. Right. Which is kind of how all those kinds of setups end. Yeah. Whenever the protagonist and somebody end up in a in a bar where like they're saloon. looking for something. Yeah. yeah. It always turns into a bar fight. So they have the bar fight and then he they follow the bat back to the hideout. Correct. And then Basil sees where the girl is in the bottle and goes to release her. But Spoiler! It's... It's not the girl. It's the bat dressed up as the girl. That scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Jeez. I don't even know how to express how... uh, Maybe I'll check my heart rate. That that was... uh, Check my watch. Oh my gosh. Yes, that's a spoiler. Yes, that did happen. It was ridiculous. Because the bat had already dressed up as something else once to be a decoy. Had he? What did he dress up as? He was the baby doll to catch the little girl. Oh, right. And then he's going to dress as a... As the little girl to catch Basil. And then as a guard to catch the queen. Right. (laughs) Go on. Yeah, and so then they're like, welcome, Basil. Ha, ha, ha. We caught you. And Radigan's, I'm so much smarter than everybody. And you were lost and I win. And then he's got another Rube Goldberg machine set up to kill him. Right. But this one is kind of awesome. Because <laughs> the guy's like, I had so many ideas. So I just used all of them. <laughs> and so I kind of loved that. Because it's like a mousetrap plus a gun plus an axe. Plus yeah, an anvil. An anvil that's going to fall on him too. And, and it's all started by a record. <laughs> A record, nonetheless, that yeah. he recorded himself. A record. Like, kids today would be like, what is that thing? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? How does it pull the string? Like, what moves? 
God, yeah, that's it's pretty ridiculous. But so it, it's all set up, and of course, like any villain, you know, with the, the detective or James Bond or whoever, right? Uh, it's got to be this elaborate thing that they have a chance to escape from. Right. I liked the song he said for them, though. There was what? some punny line in there that I liked. I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. But at this point, Basil is actually like really down on himself because yeah. everybody's laughing at him because he got caught, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm the worst, and I suck because he won." And yeah, so there's stuck in the mouse trap and they're trying to figure out what to do and the friggin' Radigan and all his crew go off to do their big heist. Uh, no, they're not heist. Well, I guess they're heisted the queen. They're going to Buckingham Palace to kidnap the queen and replace her with the robot that Scrooge McDuck made so that the queen robot could say that Radigan was now in charge, basically. Right. That was the plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they get to the queen really easily. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, uh, but do they get to the queen before they get out of the mousetrap? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, um, so they do that, and then Watson's like, you know, you need to just deal with it and stop being a wuss and all that stuff to um, Basil, and then um, he says something that triggers in. Trigger the trap or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Basil's like, uh, oh, no, I have an idea. And so what he's going to do is trigger the, the mouse trap so it catches the ball that's falling behind them to, to trigger it itself, which I liked. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's an awesome way to get out of it. Except for he can't see the ball. Yeah, he can, he can look up. He can't see it's the not ball. not a he dog. Know how- I know dogs can't look up, but mice can. So, yeah, he can yeah. look up. Yeah. Yeah. Like... She's enacting it now. He cannot. He could. That's fine. Um, But the problem was, after he did that, it like broke the 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 mouse trap, and it sent it shooting off to knock the gun off course, so that it hit the arrow. So the arrow hit the axe. So the axe fell sideways and and cut the you know cut them open to free them. Yeah. And that was stupid. It was (laughs) like, come on, like one ridiculous thing, like them timing it just right so it hits the ball. You know, is one thing. But then it just broke a piece off, and it was like he p- had planned all that. That yeah, was stupid. Did you hear him using the geometry, geometry and physics of it all? He yeah. said those words, so therefore <laughs> he must know all about them. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so they get out and they go to Buckingham. They ride the dog to Buckingham Palace. They take the picture. The girl pops out of the jar because right and that's just part of it too yeah. that she pops out yeah and then they take the picture and then they're at Buckingham well Pals. thank you let's go over every single detail and then they you're say welcome. this and then they respond with that you're welcome Ugh. they ride the thing they go to Buckingham Palace and then uh Radigan's like the impersonated queen is saying oh he's my new mm-hmm. vizier or whatever uh and so you listen to him and he said <laughs> This was this is my favorite part of the whole movie. Was that he's like he wants to tax the children. <laughs> I was just thinking about children having to get jobs just so they can pay their taxes. I thought that was pretty awesome. I never nobody's ever thought of that before, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, but. <laughs> So the queen's like, uh, they're impersonating her and, but then Basil and all them show up and start talking for the queen. This is what bothered me at this part. What? So the dog drops them off at the entrance to the palace. Yeah. They're able to get down the hall where the bat is about to throw the queen into the cat's mouth. Yeah. And then the dog comes around the corner and is there with the cat anyway. So why didn't, <laughs> why didn't the dog take it straight to where the cat was? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good question. Yeah. Pretty Another stupid. thing bothered me. What? Earlier in the film, in the movie... The Radigan put the bat in the cat's mouth. The bat in the cat? Yeah. With the hat? And then when the bat came out, its ears were all torn up and holy. But they regenerated themselves within oh, yeah. the next few minutes. Wolverine bat? Yes. Okay. That bothered me. 
Yeah. But then, so they they save the queen, and then... Then Radigan gets away. Right, Radigan gets away in his and, zeppelin. And he takes the girl with him. He takes the girl again! That was so stupid. They let the girl just go off somewhere by herself again, and get taken by somebody again. Oh my god, they deserved... To have her die. That's what they deserved. Because that was ridiculous. Twice. Why didn't they take her home? Leave her somewhere else. Leave her with the police or something. So she doesn't get taken again. That's ridiculous. Because she's looking for Liam Neeson. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah. Anyway. She's so, related to Liam Neeson, I mean. <laughs> so it just keeps out anybody's related. Yeah, the Neeson for your last name. You're just going to keep getting taken all over the place. <laughs> it's <Yes>. possible. <laughs> it's a full-time job. He has to go get So my third cousin was taken. God. <laughs> yeah, so she's stuck in the Zeppelin. Then they fly up with some balloons. On Which, a, again, bothered me. Why did that bother you? Because at one point it's like, all right, gentlemen, let it out. And both... The two people, Scrooge McDuck and Watson, are holding it. And then the next scene, you see both of them just standing there. Like, okay, we're good. Oh, okay. They go flying after it, eventually catch up, and Basil jumps on the Zeppelin, and they're fighting. Uh, and once they, like, I didn't like any of this part, but once they get to the clock, yeah, and they're, like, running through the gears, yeah. once um, Radigan goes all animalistic. You like those type of things, where they're running through gears or something like that, what I feel are you like. About? I feel like in other movies, that's, like, which you're like, oh, yeah, I finally liked it here, too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Are you trying to, uh, like, box me into my gender because it's mechanical stuff and I'm a boy? Probably. Is that what you're saying? Probably. Oh, sexist. Well, so anyway, I liked it because uh, Radigan looked all crazy now. Yeah. And he was all, like, disheveled and his clothes were torn. And he's just, like, galloping at, at Basil. And Basil's just like, oh, nope, this isn't for me. And tries to run. Yeah. But he gets the little girl and throws her, as he's getting tackled, throws her up to the other guys. Yeah. And they fall down on the hands of Big Ben or whatever. And so they're all battling it out. But it's not like, oh, he's doing, you know, backflip kicks and stuff. Right. He just, he's getting his... Butt kicked. Yeah, he's 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 taking a beating because friggin' Radigan's huge and, and crazy. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't like being called a rat. We didn't go over no. that. But that was like his yeah, trigger we did. That's word. Why he got, that's why he fed the other mouse to the cat. Did you say that? I thought I did. I, don't, I, I thought don't he know. said he got all drunk and called him a rat. I don't remember you saying that. Oh. But then he fed him to the cat. Yeah. So now this is where we're at. Are you going to come teach that chunk to my kids? Actually, they've already learned that one. Well, wait, did you it hear me? the first one we learned. I was rhyming the whole time. I was spitting hot bars. Yeah, that's what I just said. They're all chunk words. They share the same family of at. Okay, but I was spitting hot bars and you didn't even reference that. Yeah. No, you just made it into ugh, whatever. Anyway, that was you four want a bars pat on your back. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I can't think of another one. <laughs> right. Anyway, so I'll buy you a fancy hat to celebrate. No, just stop. Okay, so they go do. They're falling on the clock, and then you know oh, why? it just goes your off. Your bars fell flat. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> They're on the clock, and it, like, hits the time, and that's what defeats... <laughs> they clocked in for work. <laughs> We're on the clock <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, it's late. Oh, um, no. I'm not going to get to play. What do you mean? 
I guess it's only eight o'clock. You could probably still play. Okay. But they so he dies or Radigan gets Falls knocked off, off yeah. because the sound it's like midnight or something. Yeah. It hits the hour and the sound knocks him off. Basil, so Basil grabs the yeah. yeah he falls off but he grabs the back of the Radigan's zeppelin. zeppelin and it has a propeller on it so he he does it makes the propeller go again and and he survives. Correct. And then he gets recognized by the crown, mm-hmm. and that's that, right? Yeah. I mean, it wraps up the girl and her dad go away, and then the another woman shows up for another um case, and they... Do you notice how I talk directly at the microphone? You see this? Yeah, you see that? It do- you see I, how it's directly it at it? It looks like you're facing it just like I am. No, not not for like no, a right here, two I was minutes. Playing with this. Yeah, That's exactly. Um, it's just like you're parking. Yeah. You think you're you're straight, but you're not. I am. No, you're not. Or, hey, puppy. Um, and doing? then they established that they're going to be partners for now on, and that's the end. Right. There wasn't anything else. Then there was some, like, oh, he does say, he says, the, he says, oh, and that was the great mouse detective. Credits. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was roll credits. They just did it right after he said the name of the movie. Yeah, they did. But then also they had, like, a song. It was, like, this is the end song. Not, oh, like, it's... from the doors. Like, it was, yeah. it was... At the beginning of Apocalypse Now, that didn't start at the end of this movie. But they had some kind of, oh, this is the end of the movie song or It's something. the end of the world as we know no, it. No, it definitely was not that. Oh. So, that was the movie! Yay! Are you done? Yes. How in- ironic that just as we start recording, the fire trucks go off again. Yeah. All right. Well, they were kind enough not to go off the whole time we were talking about the Great Mouse Detective. That is very true. But now they did. Yeah. You don't have a form of. Because it's alarming that we have. <laughs> I couldn't get there. Uh- yeah. Because it was that bad. Oh, uh, so what What are we talking about? You didn't hear what I said. Cause you were I did too. I hear <laughs> everything all the time. I just ignore most of it. Yeah. So, what are we looking at here? You're not going to remedy that? <laughs> what are we looking at here? You're going to, we're going to start talking What's happening this. in the things? Ah, uh, no. What are the films? Name the films and then I shall bring up the form. This is Standoff. It's like that one movie. Speed. Did I just give myself raccoon eyes? Okay, I'm going to flip a coin for movie one versus movie two. And whichever one gets it, uh, wins. Okay. So, heads is for movie one, tails is for movie two. Don't trust Flip your watch. A coin. It won't remind you of things you're supposed to remember. Tails hey. wins. Sounds good. That's who wins. All right. So, that's the end of the episode. Congratulations, everyone. All right, tails. Don't they name them after stars? Stars have really stupid names. <laughs> P52-1, you know, it's like... Then you get all those ones where people had them named for themselves or other people. Right, that they bought. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a problem. So what else is there like an unending number of? Numbers. That's lame. Well, Android does it after snacks, like candy and stuff. What? Yeah. I don't like that. No. The newest no. one's pie, I think. Pie? Yeah, not the number, but like actual pie. Gross. There might have been nougat at one point. Double gross. Jelly bean or something like that. You mean candy beans? No, it was jelly bean. Are we going to talk about Aladdin and the Great Mouse Detective? I don't know. Would you like to? Yes. So we're nullifying the coin flip? Yes. Yes? Yes. All right. So therefore, we have reconvened to determine. So, animation. Um...
Aladdin. I think we talked about this in the summer. That, or maybe, no, never mind. That was the colors in Ratatouille that you were talking about. <laughs> but I think the same thing holds true for Aladdin. The, the color palette really works well. It, I feel like it conveys the heat. It conveys the extravagance and the splendor of it all. It conveys right, yeah. the opulence. Just like the, I definitely think of the very distinct colors of like the palace. Mm-hmm. When you look at it in the distance of Aladdin versus just like Jasmine versus the genie versus like even the Sultan Jafar like all their colors like it seems to all work well together but mm-hmm. but it all stands out really well right so yeah the palette works very well and like you said you get the sense of the heat and they picked just the right color for you know all the sand and everything mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. it just it just looks really right so yeah that's what about the look of the characters themselves I, I like Genie. I like that he can transform into anything, basically. But right. still, even when he transforms into anything, he ha- still has his genieisms. Like, you can still see the cuffs and things. Like, that they st- stick. That's consistent. I like Aladdin. He's just kind of nondescript, though. <laughs> but he's got he's got more unkempt hair. You know, like, the hair's yeah. a little more there. Uh, and his he's got patched clothing and he's got a vest, which mm-hmm. makes sense in the desert, you know. Uh, and I think Jasmine looks really, like, she looks really distinctive, mm-hmm. you know, but still, you know, she just looks really good. Yeah. And Abu? I mean. What? Where is this supposed to be taking place? Agrabah. I know, where is they that? They said that. I know that. Where is that? <laughs> In Saudi Arabia. So really, That's she, why she couldn't drive. need to put a little bit more clothing on. No, it's not a real place. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Freaking Disney movie. They're not going to have her yeah. <laughs> in a job. Maybe they should. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just the fact that you just said that makes it seem like it's a wrong thing to do. Well, it's an American movie <laughs> yeah. made about a area. I don't even know if they could make that nowadays. Like, I feel like... Because tensions are too high? Yeah, like cultural appropriation kind of thing or something. Maybe. Anyway, uh, she can dress however she wants. What I mean, she was up- covered when she went out into the world. True. So I don't know if but they're trying But not when she to- stood on her balcony. No. But I don't know if they were trying to represent that, you know, like she's free when she's at home, but when she's out in the world. I think you're giving him a lot of credit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I thought the Sultan looked like a child. I didn't like that so much. Well, that's kind of the point, right? I mean, thematically, that's the point is that he's... He's kind of walked over by Jafar. Yeah. Uh, even though, I mean, Jafar uses magic, but it's really set up that way. He's very, he's small. He's smaller than his daughter and right. Aladdin and all that. And uh, yeah. Abu. And, I really and, liked Abu. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, and we haven't even talked about he's, the, I mean, you talked about it a little bit with Genie, but the animation of yeah. Abu specifically. I yeah, really the like. facial expressions. Yeah. Like, He's another one of those characters where it doesn't say a word, but you know exactly what he's thinking the whole time. Yeah, you get all the emotions that come across really well. And just, I think so much of the animation just looks really good. Mm-hmm. And it's just really nice to look at. Uh, I mean, even thinking of when that the deal's rolling over them and they have to, there's that one part that they have to jump into. And, they don't and, jump into it, right? It rolls over them. Yeah, no, they the they jump on the on the snow where it's gonna fall, oh, right. and and I just remember him. He like covers a boo or whoever he's there with. Who who's he there with? It would have to be a boo, right? But I thought a boo was still a elephant. Elephant at this point. Mm, no, because he turns he that the the genie turns Aladdin back into Aladdin. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it just I remember that image of him because he's got a boo in his vest. Right, okay. Yeah. But I just remember that image and the image when he's underwater and struggling and, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. 
So I just there are a lot of really nice things that I like a lot about yeah. this animation. Great Mouse Detective was muted. Yeah. Yeah. I really didn't like the octopus. I thought it made it, me so angry. <laughs> it made you angry? Yes. Because he wasn't using enough of his arms to juggle? No. <laughs> what? Because when the head flops over. Yeah. The one. So they had the head flopped over as if it was like a nose and you could see a mouth underneath and the eyes up here. Okay. But if it was anatomically correct, the eye should have been like down here where the head was flopped over <laughs> and the mouth we wouldn't see. Yeah. I just thought it and didn't it just, look very good. It, yeah. It was just wrong. Yeah. The woman mouse looked good. Yeah, the white one. Yeah. And I thought that the... I thought the little girl was cute. Yeah, she was pretty cute. Uh, And that scene when they're in the bar, I thought that was pretty well animated. Yeah. You know, but I definitely agree on the muted thing. (laughs) And there were some aspects of it that just, I just didn't like looking at. I know I was bored for lengthy chunks of that movie. Mm -hmm. A lot of things that I just didn't like looking at very much. Yeah. I, I mean, Watson and Basil, they looked fine. They, yeah. they looked pretty good. And, and uh, same with the the villain. I hated the you villain. You didn't like how I he didn't looked? I didn't like how he looked I, even a little bit. Wow. Yeah. But there were... It said Yeti. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Just what else about the anime? I mean, is there anything else? Yeah, like- I was thinking of something before you checked the mic. And before you said there were, there were. And I was holding it till you finished your sentence. Now it's gone. Okay. But what else do they show? I mean, they, they're they in the toy. Oh, pl- that's, what, that's what it was. Okay. Um, I really did like the animation of the little girl's toy at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. The way the, that it opened up and the way that it moved. It twirled and, and danced and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It looked really good. That looked really good. It looked, yeah. it looked surreal, but the way that it was moving, I just liked it a lot. Right. It, it kind of stood out against the rest of the movie because the rest of the movie wasn't that yeah, interesting that, to look at. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there were a number of times when the villain, like, he'd move or turn or something like that. And I thought it was it was overdone, yeah. the way that he was moving and the way that he was looking. I only really liked the villain, the animation at the end, when he's he's going all crazy and chasing him down and stuff. And I thought the, the last sequence, I, I really liked just them on the clock fighting last sequence. Yeah. When it comes to choreography and, and the way it looked and everything like that. But other than that, I don't know. Even when they're flying around and stuff, I didn't much care for that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can. Pretty. I mean, if you could just even compare the two flight scenes. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Pretty different flight scenes. Yeah. But there even, there's a lot of times where the velocity, you really get the velocity of Aladdin's movement. Mm-hmm. And like when he's trying to get out of the cave. Yeah. Uh, on the carpet. I remember always thinking, that's oh, this really feels crazy and frantic. You don't really get that in The Great Mouse Detective. Mm-mm. So I'd definitely give it to Aladdin. I Agreed. Easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't put the letters yet. Alcoholics Anonymous. Character. Aladdin. We've already discussed how Abu is just amazing. Yeah. Good character all around. Is in it for his own interests, but really still does care about Aladdin and does care about others there. Right. You know. Right. I mean, he kind of takes, when he becomes an elephant, he takes a back seat. He doesn't really get to do much as a character, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's... What I like about Abu is that, yeah, especially throughout the beginning, he has a real personality and it really comes across. But he also does something really wrong because mm-hmm. he's selfish, you know, mm-hmm. and he does something that selfishly endangers everybody. Right. Uh, and they they escape it. He doesn't do anything like that li- throughout the rest of the movie. So, uh, you know, you can kind of call it an arc, but he doesn't really come to a realization or anything. Mm-hmm. He has a real flaw that's demonstrated in the movie, but you still like him because he's still there and he does funny things right. and he has a good personality. And same thing with Aladdin. He does legitimate things that cause problems 
um, because he's selfish, but mm-hmm. he writes the wrongs. You know, he right. puts in the work to right the wrongs. And he has an arc all the way throughout that he starts out, he just wants that shortcut so he can get somewhere and advance and get Jasmine and all that stuff. But he has to learn that you can't get it that way. Jasmine's blah. She's blah? I like her a lot. Uh yeah. Like, uh, we talked about it a little bit, but how she does do, like, she's she doesn't know how money works. Right. Um, And you can kind of call that a flaw, but really it's just that she's ensconced in royalty or whatever. Right. But she is, she has a lot of ingenuity when she's in these new situations, you know, that she has to deal with. So when she has to act like she's, you know, crazy. and. Right. Uh, when she's like, when she uses the thing to the get over vault. the deal. Yeah, the pole vaulting thing. And how she seduces Aladdin into saying stupid things so she could be like, uh, well, you're an idiot and I'm not dating you. And then she goes for the whip. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. There's just something a little bit about her that I don't like. Like, she's just a whiny girl, like, let me marry who I want to marry. And then she's like, oh, I choose you, Aladdin, even though we just met. And yeah. I mean, she does seductively seduce the G- the seductively seduce yeah <laughs> um jafar to distract him but right right but, but that's just i don't know i mean you, i agree you, with you, you feel like it's just kind of flickering at a personality instead of actually right. being a personality yeah yeah i mean i can kind of see that i thought she got over that hump just because she i don't know because she got to do it a, a number of times where she got to use her cleverness to get out of a situation and she was but she that ultimately was still the damsel in distress and had to be saved from the hourglass. Oh, what? That's at that one point. Aladdin had to be saved too. Does that make him a damsel in distress? Yes. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, no, I just think she she had enough that she did on her own and she got to express that, you know, that she wants to be free of, of this stuff. Uh, I absolutely hear you on the marriage thing that, you know, she's oh, I have to marry this person. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely hear you. That's completely generic and stupid. But other than that, like, I think we're we're, like it's if there's a middle point you're just to the left of it and I'm just to the right of it yeah, <laughs> you know so yeah. so I see you there but what a genie? genie I mean genie's just a manic bipolar <laughs> whirlwind of whatever but he wants to be free yeah he does. Uh, and he really, he wants that. He was really hurt when Aladdin said, I'm not doing that for you. That is true. And he also has to just act on the behest of Jafar when Jafar becomes, right. when he and finds it, it. And it shows that he's not happy about it. Like yeah. It shows yeah. that, yes, I'm doing this, but not, you know, so he does have that. So I think Genie has some legit character. Agreed. What about Mouse Detective? I think that they are all just pawns they're there to tell the story and have this is their thing and this is their thing and yeah there's not much i mean it it feels like basil's arc is really phoned in um because he just has that moment of doubt mm-hmm. he gets triggered triggers the thing mm-hmm. and he's no longer in doubt yeah. you know uh, it's really phoned in yeah. uh watson do we know why he's doing anything that he's doing? Because he found a little girl crying. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all they've got. <laughs> all right. Uh, little girl's missing her father. And I mean, she has somewhat of a, uh, not really though, a personality. Like mm-hmm. she sneaks in at the beginning. There's a little thing. But yeah. other than that, not much of anything. Mm. No, she's just there to move the plot along as well. Yeah. I mean, even the bad guy, world domination, pinky in the brain style, like... Rat tat 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 tat. That's the way it is. You mean? Yeah. 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 He just wants to take over the place. You don't really get a sense of why. You right. don't get any inclination of why he wants to do any of that. Nope. 
It's just, it's assumed that he's a villain and wants to take over. Right. And he just says, I want to be super powerful. Okay, great. So just a whole bunch of nothing? (laughs) Does that beat out Bland Jasmine for you? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So I pick, what do you pick? I pick the last one. You pick Aladdin? Yeah. Okay, I agree. Storyline plots. Aladdin. Now, what do we talk about source material here? I don't know, because that's, it's so difficult because there are certain ones that um, it just seems like the source material hasn't really, you know, been spread about (laughs) the population, so people don't even know of it, so it doesn't really count and wouldn't really affect it, but it's just a general sense, you know. Did you read the original? Mm, No. Okay, good cow noise right before that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I did. All right. I know of its existence, but I don't think I did. Okay. But yeah, so I think we just get to on the merits of whatever the movie does. Okay. So it's just, I mean, for me, as I'm th- I think it all fits together really well. Nothing feels contrived. A number of the plot points are driven by character choices. It's not just external things that are happening. Right. So that's much appreciated. Uh, just, I mean, a lot of the stuff is because the, like Jasmine, she chooses to leave and that's how she meets Aladdin. Aladdin chooses to to defend the, the kids. kids. But so they, they do that kind of I stuff. I mean, Aladdin then... chooses to save her from getting her hand cut off. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of things that the characters are doing themselves you know even if it's what's his little dude abu touching that thing made a choice and that caused something that affected the plot Uh, aladdin making a choice not to free the genie which causes something to to affect the plot and and all that and we don't we haven't talked about jafar much but but anyway so the, the plot really seems like it fits together well yeah what about the great detective of mice of men i mean they have legitimate motivations and the little girl wants her dad back and the mouse, the rat guy wants the toy builder because we see that he's an amazing builder of animatronics. Yeah, yeah, it fits so, together pretty well. Yeah. Right, but plot why wise. Did, but what, why did Watson and Sherlock want to help the little girl? Like what? Yeah, there, there were no... Because what? Basil, like, Basil was already after the rat guy anyway, so it was his... Coup d'etat. Coup d'etat? I didn't mean to say that, so I stopped in the middle of it. All right. But that, it was like his grand thing where I can finally catch the rat guy. So he had that independent motivation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's convenient that yeah. just Watson ran into a girl who happened to be wronged by the right. criminal. And also, I know I felt like there were really stupid plot things on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things with the bat, that just like how they got the hat and, and, and right, they found and, the bat. And, and uh, the piece of paper. Yeah, and they just happen to get the piece of paper that happens to have these things on it that they can use to, to find it. And the way that the, like, the brawl happens and the bat happens to walk into the, the bar and they get to follow the bat. And the rat has a pet, pet cat that eats any mouse that he tells him to, but not the rest of them. And <laughs> I guess. I don't like that. Uh, I mean, I guess the bat was a setup to go into the bar. Yeah, uh, he so, meant to, he was intentional. Yeah, so there's, I mean, it's 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 not bad. It's no. relatively decent. Uh, I think Aladdin's is better because it has character motivated changes, you know, effects to the plot, and uh, it fits together really well, and it has memorable plot turns. I mean, I was. When it was a setup, I was, uh, I guess I was kind of surprised in The Great Mass Detective when he set him up and captured him. But if I had thought about it for half a second, I don't think I would have been. Yeah. Because it's a detective movie. It's like, obviously, it's going to be a trap. You know, they have to go through the thing where they put him in an elaborate machine so they can escape. So 
I don't know, but I think I I at least edge it to Aladdin. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we need to even discuss the next category? I know you liked two of the songs, but really. Yeah. Well, let's say that Aladdin has a whole new world. Has the one jump uh-huh. crazy one that I freaking is amazing. What Friend other like one? me? Friend like me. Prince yeah. Ali. Yeah, I mean, so those are at least four. I mean, even the opening narration, yeah, the Arabian Nights song. Yeah, so five, any of which could beat all the songs in the other movie. Yeah, did like. I mean, this the, the two songs that were in there were decent. Mm-hmm. You know, they were kind of fun to listen Not to. Against other things, they would have been fine. They might have held their own. Um, but Aladdin's pretty freaking strong on that front. So, music Aladdin. Yes. All right. And memorability. I mean, I think virtually everything in Aladdin is pretty memorable. Yeah. Uh, it's got the sand cat. It's got Jafar. Even just the images and the setup, telling the story, trying to sell the viewer, right. <laughs> you know, on this stuff. And the genie and his modernisms and, mm-hmm. and his manicness. It's funny that you say that because, you know, Genie does have those modernisms that do relatively date it, but so did Great Mouse Detective, but in the wrong way. Like did great, it, what did it have? A smoking protagonist and things that you wouldn't see. But that's that, <laughs> that's different. That's not like... I think that they still... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever. Talk at the thing. But I was yawning, so I was trying to get the sound away from it. Oh, that's very thoughtful. I just say, like, virtually so much is memorable in Aladdin, even if it's Gilbert Gottfried as the stupid bird, you know, and the way Iago acts, and Jafar, and Aladdin, and Jasmine, and and even her friggin' tiger, and the sultan. I mean, everything about this this is memorable. Uh, And you can think people have referenced Aladdin in multiple different ways. Oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, I definitely see a lot of references. So, uh, but Mouse Detective, what, what kinds of stuff, what? I will remember it for negative things. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that um, setup, you know, when the, he has like 14 different things that are going to kill him at the end. Yeah. Kind of like that. But yeah, there's not much else that's particularly memorable. I feel like this movie got torn apart more than it should have, though. Like, I felt what like mean? it was an okay movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, like, if it had gone up with, against Finding Dory, it might have had a better chance of winning. I think it would have beat Finding Dory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, yeah, I absolutely agree with that assessment. Uh, I think it was, it was not horrible. I even considered, like, when we were watching some part, I was like, oh, it might have been the end. I was like, I wouldn't mind watching this again at some point. For the record, it would trounce Treasure Planet. <gasps> <laughs> Unbelievable. You've awoken the, <laughs> waken the giant. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's just, it's just a little too middling. You know, yeah. it's just two down, down the middle. Who wins? Aladdin. Aladdin in a clean sweep? Yeah. Clean five and oh sweep. Ouch. Wow. After the last time where we had <laughs> the closest thing ever. Oh my goodness. And then we get a clean sweep. Poor Mouse Detective. For a, f- a brief floating mo- fleeting moment, it thought it won. Yeah. Yeah. For for a moment on the books, it, it had the W. Yep. And just snatched it away. Sorry, Basil and Watson and... Little girl and... Olivia. Rat-a-tat-tat-tat is the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what's the next one? Do you have a thing? No. Where's my phone? I have it. You have my phone? Yeah. Why do you have my phone? I want to just, just hold it your and face cuddle doesn't it. Lo- and- your face doesn't look like my face, so you're not going to be able to get into it anyway. That is true. Where the hell The answer phone? to your question that you weren't asking, Snow White and Rescuers Down Under. What about them? Told you that was the answer to the question you were asking. We already watched Snow White. No, we didn't. 
Oh, we watched Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Oh, <laughs> a Snow White vs. Rescues Down Under. Uh-huh. How many more do we have? After that, Lion King and Wreck-It Ralph and Finding Nemo and Dinosaur. Oh my gosh, we still have three more sets of movies? Yep. Holy mother. All right, well, uh, but this one was Aladdin, pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Anything else about those? No. No? Done? Mm-hmm. All right.